We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We bring on Congressman Brian Higgins. Congressman, good morning. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Doing well this morning, Congressman. Uh, Your thoughts... Uh, this is your first primary since uh, 2004. Uh, your thoughts on being challenged by Eddie Igru? This is part of the process. I accept it. We're working hard. I'm campaigning aggressively, and we'll win on Tuesday. My, uh, my, my question, you know, obviously going in, Congressman, you are the favorite. Uh, do you fear anything could happen like last year in the mayoral campaign, or were there any lessons learned uh, from Byron Brown's primary defeat last summer? Well, hard work wins, and I think that uh, you can never take anything for granted. Uh, There are only two uh, offices that are on the ballot on Tuesday, and that presumably will uh, result in a low voter turnout. Uh, That said, you do everything that you can. I'm out this morning uh, attending churches and, uh, you know, campaigning uh, at various locations, and that's what I have been doing. That's what I'll continue to do. So uh, there's always that uncertainty with a low voter turnout, uh, whether it's in Buffalo or New York City, that uh, it could produce uh, a surprising result, as it has historically on both sides, Republican and Democrats. Your challenger points to uh, neglect in parts of the district. What's your, your response to that? Buffalo has been the recipient of more federal funding in the past 10 years and 17 years than any other time in its history. Uh, traditional sources, uh, infrastructure bill, uh, which is over a trillion dollars, which I helped write. Uh, specifically for places like Buffalo and uh, non-traditional sources like the New York Power Authority settlement uh, that brought nearly $300 million into Buffalo, which is now financing uh, the redevelopment of Buffalo's developing waterfront. He also points to um, clean drinking water and uh, lead pipes throughout uh, the city of Buffalo. Your response to that? Well, part of the money uh, which came in uh, last year was through the American Rescue Plan, which provided $331 million uh, to the city of Buffalo, of which uh, Buffalo, the mayor and the council are dedicating $10 million for what's referred to as the Replace Old Lead Line, the Roll Program, which uh, the mayor, Mayor Mayor Byron Brown, started before the American Rescue Plan, but is obviously accelerated with this new source of federal funding. So there is a lot of federal funding going in to replace old uh, lead pipes into residential homes. Uh, we spent a lot of money uh, cleaning up the Buffalo River, the Niagara River, uh, the Great Lakes. We continue to, but unless that water uh, doesn't make it to the end user in its best possible uh, condition, uh, it does nobody any good. So uh, those, those funds are, are going toward the replacement of lead water lines in Buffalo.
Now, Congressman, you were on the waterfront this week uh, making an announcement, and you uh, commented on the swimming water in Lake Erie, saying that on the other side of the border, uh, they can swim. We can't hear just yet. What was that announcement? And when might we have cleaner swimming water uh, here in Lake Erie? No, it's just we have the same potential. It's the same lake, uh, and it's clean. Uh, And there are a number of uh, beach communities along uh, the Canadian shores of Lake Erie. We need more along the American uh, shores of of Lake Erie, right in Buffalo and and throughout the region. And that's what part of the announcement is about. Uh, We need to get uh, access uh, to the water that, again, Billions of dollars is being spent uh, to clean up after many, many years of point source pollution. That is, uh, prior to the uh, Clean Air Act uh, in the early 1970s, uh, industry was dumping toxic chemicals right into our rivers and lakes. You can't do that anymore. The problem is they did it for many, many decades. So with a lot of those businesses that have have uh, have closed and and there's no you know a way to recapture the money for remediation it's been public dollars uh, we removed we spent almost a uh, hundred million dollars uh, with the leadership of Buffalo Niagara Waterkeeper uh, to clean up the Buffalo River uh, that was an area of concern uh, a list that you don't want to be on 40 years ago and now we're looking at delisting that as an area of concern uh, in the next uh, five years, which will, which will remove the limitations as to how people can use that waterway. It was so polluted with toxic chemicals from Buffalo River, from uh, Republic Steel, from Mobile Refinery, uh, that it created dead zones. Uh, aquatic life could not live uh, in a, a good portion of the river. Uh, the Buffalo River, much like the Cuyahoga River back in the 1970s, was set ablaze uh, because of all the toxic chemicals in there. We have removed 62,000 semi-truckloads of contaminated waste that was dredged from the bottom of the Buffalo River. And if you look at the Buffalo River today, literally, uh, you don't see Great Lakes freighters and industry that's spewing all its uh, toxic chemicals in the air and the water. Water, but you see uh, the Buffalo River being utilized by recreational boaters, canoes, kayaks, and uh, recreational boaters generally. So the state of our water uh, is is improving uh, tremendously, and but we still have a long way to go. And that's what last week's announcement was with the governor: three hundred million dollars in new investments to improve access to the waterfront, a waterfront parkway uh, at Tiff Street, a new waterfront parkway at Louisiana Street, uh, all of which will improve access from the neighborhoods, from uh, East Buffalo to South Buffalo to the west side uh, into the water so that everybody can enjoy uh, that great resource that is very, very unique to Buffalo. You know, that, that those uh, new metro rail stations, Congressman, we always, anytime the metro rail's in the news, I have to bring this up, uh, expanding the metro rail. Is that something that is actively being talked about? It is actively being talked about. Uh, no question about it. My concern is that the current light rapid rail transit system was built during the 1970s during a energy crisis. Uh, Buffalo wanted to take advantage of a lot of federal money that was made available to communities to build mass transit, but it wiped out the entire retail uh, component of downtown Buffalo on Main Street. Now we're spending uh, hundreds of millions of dollars to return cars to Main Street, which is repairing the damage that had been done uh, to to Main Street and its retail component. Uh, everybody has fond memories of 
of, you know, downtown Buffalo and Main Street at Christmas time and all the retail outlets that existed there. And it was a real attraction for people all over the region to shop. Uh, a lot of that is gone now. And each block that we redo, returning cars to Main Street, you see an infusion of private sector investment. And that's that's not coincidental. That's a cause and effect relationship. Uh, so we're beginning to get it back. But the point is we can't make that mistake again. Congressman, you were also uh, in the falls to uh, talk about safety improvements. This is coming from the American Rescue Plan. Um, What was that announcement? Uh, It was about new equipment for both the police department to help uh, our police officers uh, become more effective in keeping our streets uh, safe. Uh, It's about uh, new equipment for the fire department in Niagara Falls as well. Uh, Mayor Restaino and the city council in Niagara Falls approved uh, the use of these funds, which, as you said, came from the American Rescue Plan. So we want to continue to focus on Niagara Falls. I haven't had Niagara Falls as long as I've had Buffalo, but I believe greatly in the potential of Niagara Falls. We were uh, very quick uh, to move uh, to uh, recommend that the Power Authority remove the Robert Moses Parkway, which was never a parkway. It was uh, an 18.4-mile elevated expressway, which blocked the city of Niagara Falls from arguably the, the you know, the, the, the most uh, uh, significant waterfront in the whole world. And that's the rapids and everything that goes along with it. And you're starting to see private sector investment follow. So I see a similar model uh, in Niagara Falls as what's occurred in Buffalo. Also, uh, you brought this to light. There is a backlog with the Nexus. Uh, there's not another appointment available until May of 2023. Yeah, there's uh, 400,000 applications that are pending. Uh, this is largely a Canadian problem with a misinterpretation of the preclearance uh, legislation that the Canadian government approved. So we're working hard. I had a, a phone call uh, yesterday with uh, the Commissioner of Customs and Border Protection, who uh, will speak with his Canadian counterpart next week and is going to bring this issue up. So we're hoping to get that resolved. Congressman, you know, uh, nationally, uh, a, a big story was the inflation uh, bill or the you know uh, bill to stop inflation uh, that yeah. the president signed. What can you tell us this bill will do for Americans that, you know, every day are maybe seeing cheaper gas, but there are still those products that are um, higher than they've been for a while? Yeah, Joe, the honest answer, and I, you don't hear this a lot, but the honest answer is, Our economy for the past two and a half years has been highly distorted because of the pandemic. And a lot of money uh, was pushed out uh, to, uh, to American citizens. Uh, because we needed to keep up the level of spending. We have a $25 trillion economy, 70% of which is consumption. Had that not occurred, uh, the domestic economy and the world economy, because America is the largest economy, would have collapsed. Uh, That said, you had a lot of money chasing uh, too few goods. Uh, and that has inflationary uh, an inflationary impact. Uh, that said, we have to do more to bring down the rate of inflation. But it's it's it, you know inflation is cyclical. Uh, it, it sometimes occurs, uh, sometimes it's subtle, sometimes more dramatic. Right now, it's more dramatic. But one of the ways you do that is to reduce our addiction to foreign oil. You know, we 
in, or in Ukraine right now uh, supporting, uh, you know, the democratic government of President Zelensky and the Ukrainian people. Uh, but the problem is, you know, we're we're financing both sides of that war. Uh, how are we doing that with our tax dollars and the $40 billion in assistance, both military and civilian, that we've provided the people of, of Ukraine? We want to do that because uh, a democracy in that region is very, very important. But we're also, uh, because we're dependent on natural gas and oil, crude oil, from Russia, as is Europe, uh, we're financing it through, through our uh, our oil purchases and our natural gas purchases. So the best thing to do is to become energy independent. You know, I often say the Stone Age didn't end because you run out of stones. And the oil age won't end because you run out of oil. The oil age and our addiction to it will end when we uh, electrify vehicles. And that will lessen our dependence. And that's why... Uh, the the most recent uh, legislation that was signed into law, uh, the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, includes a, a huge uh, investment uh, toward uh, electric vehicles, and that's very very important. Uh, Europe and China is ahead of us. We have to be much more aggressive in reducing our dependence on foreign oil and foreign natural gas uh, toward the goal of becoming independent. It's a national security issue, it's an environmental issue, and it's also an economic uh, issue as well. You know, I realize this is on the uh, car manufacturers to, you know, produce the best um, electric vehicles. But is there a push or at least a communication from the federal government that, you know, maybe we get electric cars that can go 600, 700 uh, miles to the charge? Is that something that we're working toward? Without question, every day new technology is being developed toward the goal of making electric vehicles, uh, passenger cars, commercial vehicles, etc., uh, much more viable. And uh, unless and until you get to that point, you're not going to create a market. Think about this. 76% of Americans want to buy an electric vehicle. 51% are reluctant to do it because they're not confident that the charging stations will adequately uh, allow them to keep their, their vehicles energized. So we have to address that issue, and that's why these bills include infrastructure for electric vehicles like charging stations uh, and other technology, because the quicker we move, truthfully, we should have been doing this 20 years ago. Um, but, uh, but we didn't, and we have some catch-up to do. Uh, but I'm confident with these bills, there will be the resources uh, to instill in the American people a confidence that they can purchase an electric vehicle and, uh, and have the confidence that that will be a vehicle that's, that's charged for a long period of time so that they can will have the confidence to buy these vehicles in greater numbers than we currently are. You know, Congressman, obviously going into uh, the fall and winter month, p- people are you know concerned that COVID will again um, spike up as it has the last two uh, winter seasons. That, uh, along with, uh, you know, the CDC and changing back and forth their guidance, what did you think about the CDC coming forward this week and saying, hey, we got some work to do and uh, we're going to address it? Well, you know, that's the problem. Uh, the CDC has been inconsistent and has confused people, which, uh, you know, people eventually tune them out. And this is the largest public health organization in the world. And uh, their communication strategy has been less than ideal uh, from the very beginning uh, of the pandemic. Masks, no masks, 
developing vaccines, not having developed them in preparation for when uh, COVID hit initially. Uh, These are all fair criticisms, and I think to their credit, CDC is acknowledging that. Uh, But what we have now is we have uh, testing that is widely available. Uh, We have vaccines that are free, that are widely available. Uh, Prior to the development of vaccines 11 months into the pandemic, the best thing our healthcare system could do is, is provide somebody that was stuck with COVID, with Tylenol, uh, to reduce fever and to reduce pain. Uh, that's not, a, you know, you're dealing with symptoms. You're not dealing with the underlying cause. Now you have vaccines that, you know, probably the greatest biomedical advancement in the past 100 years. Uh, they're 85, 90, 95% effective. When biomedical researchers went into this, the hope, the expectation was that they would able to be able to achieve uh, 50 to 60 percent efficacy. These are 85, 90, 95 percent tested in clinical trials for both efficacy and uh, safety, and they're 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 available to everybody. So, and they're very, you know, as I said, they're very powerful. It's 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 uh, uh, this uh, messenger RNA technology is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the, the, the stuff that tells a cell to make a protein, which is the active ingredient in the vaccine. So if the virus uh, penetrates, uh, you know, through the nose, through the eyes, through the mouth, uh, the, the virus, it will be killed in most cases or neutralized before it can enter a cell. And that's when and only when it can do harm. Congressman Brian Higgins, as always, thanks for joining me this morning. Thank you, sir. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 